We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And away we go. Episode 690 of the Al Galdi Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 1st. 2023. It is the start of a new month. It is the start of a new era for the NFL team of Washington, D.C. 2023 NFL trade deadline day ended up being a seismic day for the commanders. The 2023 NFL trade deadline was on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Would the commanders trade edge defender Montez Sweat? Would the commanders trade edge defender Chase Young? How about both? (laughs) How about that? Montez and Chase, Tez and CY, Tez and CY, see you later. (laughs) Both now are gone. The commanders traded Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears for a second round pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, and the Commanders traded Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers for a compensatory pick in the third round of the 2024 Draft. Hello and welcome to this most special Wednesday installment of the Al Galdi Podcast, the only Washington, D.C. area sports podcast for which there is a new episode every weekday, Monday through Friday, with each episode out oh so early each weekday morning. This is the podcast that wakes up with you. This is the podcast that follows D.C. area sports so that you don't have to. This is a podcast on which I talk commanders on every show regardless of the time of year. And you can bet that we are talking commanders on this installment of the pod. I hope that you had a nice Halloween. We did. Our three-year-old daughter did end up wearing the cheerleader costume. Uh, She had refused to wear it (laughs) in recent days. I thought that there was like no chance that she'd wear it for trick-or-treating. But lo and behold, she did wear the costume. Got a lot of compliments. You see, you never know. Uh, Not getting a lot of compliments, at least from anonymous commander sources, is Chase Young. Oh, the trashing of Chase has begun. An anonymous team source to Commander's Insider Ben Standing of The Athletic in a piece that came out on Tuesday afternoon. Quote, the team views the trade of Young as a potential addition by subtraction, the source said. End quote. Michael Silver, columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, longtime friend of Commander's head coach, Rod Rivera, they went to Cal together. Uh, Michael Silver, a former writer for the team's website. Uh, Silver, in a piece 
that came out on Tuesday evening, quote, Young, according to several commanders, coaches, and other organizational sources, was viewed as an undisciplined player who developed bad habits such as deviating from assignments in an effort to make splash plays. End quote. Coming up on the show, in-depth reaction to and analysis of the commanders trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Uh, What a day Tuesday ended up being. Next segment, my thoughts on the trades from a variety of angles, including the most important one. What these trades tell us about what the commander's managing partner, Josh Harris, is thinking and doing. Uh, I am very encouraged by what we are seeing from Josh Harris. Look, nobody's thrilled about the commanders trading a guy in Chase Young on whom the team spent the number two overall pick in the 2020 draft for pennies on the dollar, okay? Uh, But there is a larger occurrence here with the commanders that needs to be understood. So I'm going to get into that and a lot more next segment. And then I will welcome on the aforementioned Ben Standing. Uh, Ben will give us great intel and perspective on the trades. And yes, I will get Ben to tell us more about what the team source told Ben about Chase Young. Quote, the team views the trade of Young as a potential addition by subtraction, the source said. End quote. Also, you'll hear Ben on why didn't the commanders make any other trades on Tuesday. Uh, Before we get to some feedback, some Nationals news from Tuesday. The Nats reportedly are reassigning Gerardo Porra to be their new first base coach and are reassigning Ricky Gutierrez to be their new third base coach. Uh, Porra replaces Eric Young Jr. Gutierrez replaces Gary DeSarcina. We, over the course of two days, October 9th and October 10th, had multiple reports that the Nats were retaining pitching coach Jim Hickey and hitting coach Darnell Coles, but were parting with bench coach Tim Bogar, first base coach Eric Young Jr., third base coach Gary DeSarcina, and assistant hitting coach Pat Rossler. Uh, Gerardo Parra, of course, a hero for the 2019 World Series champion Nats as an outfielder and key guy off the bench. Uh, He had been a special assistant for the Nats. Gutierrez had been the Nats' run prevention coordinator, has gotten a lot of credit for the good defensive work of shortstop C.J. Abrams. You can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Email from Gerald Hughes on something that we talked about on Tuesday's show, episode 689, the non-challenge by Rod Rivera in the 38-31 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles at FedEx Field this past Sunday afternoon on a third quarter, fourth and four for the Eagles at the Commanders 45. The Commanders gave up a 17-yard shotgun completion by quarterback Jalen Hurts to receiver Devontae Smith, who certainly appeared to have not made the catch, but the pass was ruled as a completion and the commanders did not challenge the play. The drive resulted in Hurts' third quarter 25-yard shotgun touchdown pass to receiver A.J. Brown. Writes Gerald, why is Ron Rivera seemingly always lost (laughs) on the sideline? We were all watching the replay of the Eagles' fourth down pass on which pretty clearly the ball was trapped. Even if you're not sure, you throw the red flag given the importance of the outcome. Instead, the Eagles rushed to the line, a clear signal, and after that play was over, we got a sideline shot of Ron complaining that he was not given enough time to throw the flag. His job is to be on top of these things. Imagine how the game could have gone if that call had been reversed. A good offensive effort was blown by being outcoached again. 
I am not a fan of the midseason coach firing, as that just causes more chaos than it solves. I do look forward to January when there is a complete overhaul of this football operation. All this underwhelming is overwhelming for the fans. Thank you for the email, Gerald. I like that last line. All this underwhelming is overwhelming for the fans. For the fans! <laughs> like uh, Vinny Serrato said during his time as Redskins executive, in a lame attempt to appeal to Skins fans, to pander to Skins fans, for the fans! For the fans. That's right, for the fans. Thank you, Vinny. For the fans. For the fans. <laughs> yes, for the fans. Uh, yeah, it is Ron Rivera's job as the head coach, especially the head coach in, wait for it, a coach-centric approach, uh, to have a process by which what happened on Sunday afternoon, a play that should have been challenged not being challenged, never happens, okay? That can't happen. And if for some reason your process is failing or you are feeling rushed, uh, throw the challenge flag in a big spot like that one. I mean, in a crucial point of the game, when in doubt, throw the flag. In fact, here's a rhyming key. <laughs> in a big spot like that, when in doubt, throw the flag out. Okay, plain and simple. When in doubt, throw the flag out. Email from Jack L. on a potential target for the commanders for their next head coach, writes Jack, Michigan has pulled its contract offer to Jim Harbaugh. Perhaps he could be on the Durskins radar. <laughs> on a side note, a message to Ron Rivera. When will you begin to do your job? Al, thank you for the informative daily podcast. They are my go-to every pod day. Well, thank you very much for that, Jack. Yeah, so Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh currently dealing with a bit of a scandal, uh, a scouting scandal. Uh, the Wall Street Journal this past Sunday evening reported that Michigan had rescinded a contract extension offer to Harbaugh. Uh, for what it's worth, Harbaugh on Monday said that the report was inaccurate. I have to tell you, I don't see what's so bad about what Harbaugh is alleged uh, to have presided over, uh, if not ordered. Uh, but the allegations are that Michigan staff members paid several individuals to attend the games of future opponents and record the opponent's sidelines in an effort to help decode those teams' play-calling signals. Understand this, stealing signs is not a violation of NCAA rules. NCAA rules do not prohibit any staff member from advanced scouting an opponent in person during the regular season. If Harbaugh had people doing this, you could argue that Harbaugh was being innovative, not immoral. But anyway, what would concern me about Jim Harbaugh as head coach of the Commanders are two things. Number one, Harbaugh has not coached in the NFL in nearly a decade. Yeah, it has been a while. His run as San Francisco 49ers head coach was from the 2011 through 2014 seasons. Now, it was a great run. Uh, Harbaugh's regular season record as Niners head coach was 44-19-1. I mean, think about that. 44-19-1. But 2011-2014 through 2014 is a long time ago now. The NFL has changed quite a bit over the last nine seasons. Number two, Harbaugh would seem likely to want player personnel control. In other words, another coach-centric approach. Uh, I am not wanting another coach-centric approach. And that's not to say that the coach-centric approach can't work, but to me, the ideal next football operations setup for the commanders is a general manager type 
in charge of football operations and a head coach, with the two people being in alignment on what they want and how they plan on achieving what they want. Running player personnel well is hard. Being a good head coach is hard. Having the same guy trying to do both is really hard. You know, the last time that Washington had a traditional setup of a general manager and a head coach was for the 2015 and 2016 seasons with Scott McLuhan as GM and Jay Gruden as head coach, even though Jay got hired before Scott got hired and there was Bruce Allen as team president. So this was not your ideal setup, I will grant you that. But coincidence or not, the 2015 and 2016 seasons are Washington's only instance of back-to-back winning regular seasons since the 1996 and 1997 regular seasons. Well, a law firm that knows winning is Paulson and Nace, which has won millions of dollars for clients. Uh, Paulson and Nace is a Washington, D.C.-based family law firm that handles medical malpractice, personal injury, birth injury, legal malpractice, and consumer protection cases offering aggressive advocacy for victims in Washington, D.C. and West Virginia. If you have a case, contact Paulson and Nace. Call 202 902-7611. And when you call, make sure that you tell Paulson and Nace that Al Galdi sent you. Paulson and Nace fights for victims of all kinds of situations, including victims of errors made during diagnosis, during surgery, or with medication, victims of injuries caused by dangerous medications or medical devices, as well as defective auto parts, victims of accidents involving cars, trucks, bikes, or motorcycles, victims of deceptive trade practices and false advertising, heck, victims of shady lawyers. If your attorney acts in bad faith, is unethical, and his or her counsel, or is never negligent in his or her work, you could have a claim for legal malpractice. Paulson and Nace has represented corporate clients throughout the region. Attorneys Chris Nace and Matt Nace are experienced trial attorneys who are not afraid to take cases to trials, and that's because Paulson and Nace wins trials. If you have a case, contact Paulson and Nace. If you feel that you've been wronged, if you think that you've been wronged but aren't sure, call Paulson and Nace and schedule a no-obligation appointment. Call 202-902-7611. That's 202-902-7611. And when you call, tell Paulson and Nace that Al Galdi sent you. You can also visit paulsonandnace.com. That's paulsonandnace.com. And don't forget to tell Paulson and Nace that Al Galdi sent you. Paulson and Nace, if you have a case, contact Paulson and Nace. You know, it's funny how things work out. This episode of the Al Galdi podcast is for Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. It is on Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, that we celebrate what I call our Daniversary, <laughs> the one-year anniversary of the announcement that then-Commander's co-owners and co-CEOs Dan and Tanya Snyder had begun exploring, quote, potential transactions, end quote, with the team. In other words, the team was for sale. And that sale, of course, led to the purchase of the team by the Josh Harris Group in a transaction that was officially completed this past July 21st. Josh Harris, he is a man of analytics, a man of data, a man of information, a man of big picture rational 
and logical thinking. He graduated from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania, then graduated from Harvard Business School. He made his fortune in private equity. He co-founded the firm Apollo Global Management in 1990. Josh Harris's purchase of the Commanders happened too late in the NFL year for any meaningful change for the team's football operations to take place prior to the 2023 season. But Josh now has been the managing partner of the Commanders for more than three months. And the shaping of Commander's football operations into what he wants has begun. The Commanders last Thursday afternoon announced the hiring of this guy, Eugene Shen. Uh, Eugene Shen hired as the team's senior vice president of football strategy. He, per a press release from the team, quote, will oversee all analytics and software development for the football operation, end quote. So we had that last Thursday afternoon, and then we got what we got on Tuesday, what was 2023 NFL trade deadline day. Uh, The commanders on Tuesday did something that had been unthinkable for this team. They traded both. Edge defender Montez Sweat and edge defender Chase Young. It turns out that when it came to Montez and Chase, each sent to be an unrestricted free agent this coming offseason, the team did not decide on one over the other. No, the team got rid of both guys. Make no mistake, this is Josh Harris putting his stamp on Commander's football operations. In fact, Diana Rossini, NFL insider for The Athletic, she on Tuesday afternoon posted this on X, quote, I was told Washington ownership had a strong hand in deciding to deal both Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Many in the building wanted to keep them because they believe in this team. But in the end, it's about the future for the commanders, end quote. Yes, it is about the future for our football team. The commanders on Tuesday trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young was Josh Harris recognizing that Washington in this offense-oriented era of the NFL, spending a first-round pick on a defensive player in six of the last seven NFL drafts has been a failure, okay? Let's not sugarcoat this. Let's not dance around this. Let's not be all sensitive. Washington, having done that, spending a first-round pick on a defensive player in six of the last seven drafts has been a failure. The commanders on Tuesday trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young was Josh Harris acknowledging that the status quo is not acceptable. The commanders on Tuesday trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young was Josh Harris shouting without saying a word. That the days of pretending that mediocrity is progress are over. And that an era of big picture, next level thinking with our football team has begun. If you are uneasy (laughs) with what the commanders did on Tuesday, don't be. If what the commanders did on Tuesday makes you uncomfortable... Uh, makes you nervous, makes your tummy hurt, (laughs) okay? I'm sorry. You may want to sit this out for a while while the adults run things. Change rarely is comfortable. Change often is painful. But what is so often the case is that change that at first feels uncomfortable and painful turns out to be for the best. There are no guarantees with Josh Harris as the managing partner of our football team. Maybe things do not go well with Josh as the managing partner of our football team. Who the heck knows 
But I do know this. He's just getting started as the owner. What he's doing seems obvious now, and I like what he's doing. The NFL trade deadline was on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. The commanders traded Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears for a second-round pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, and the commanders traded Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers for a compensatory pick in the third round of the 2024 Draft. Uh, Let's examine each trade. I love the Montez Sweat trade. Uh, The commanders in the Montez Sweat trade dealt a player on an expiring contract for not just a second-round pick in the 2024 Draft, but likely a top-40 pick, maybe even a top-35 pick in the 2024 draft. The Bears in this 2023 regular season are 2-6, and six, worse than the Commanders, who are 3-5. and five. Uh, And the Commanders in a Montez sweat trade traded a player in Montez who had upped his value via generating sacks this regular season. But there is underlying data that suggests that the sacks are inflating his actual play. So Montez for this regular season has six and a half sacks over eight games. But Montez, when viewed through the prism of a more stable and telling metric, pass rush win rate, has not been the player who the sack total would suggest. ESPN has these win rate metrics based on player tracking data from the NFL's next-gen stats. Montez for this regular season has a pass rush win rate per ESPN of just 8%. Now you say, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, that ranks number 52 among all qualified edge defenders in the NFL. Montez, in each of his first four NFL regular seasons, 2019 through 2022, did not finish with a pass rush win rate per ESPN of greater than 18%. 18% is only slightly above league average for an edge defender. Now, don't get me wrong. Montez Sweat is a good player. Uh, I advocated for the commanders to sign Montez to a contract extension this past offseason. And he, over his time with Washington, did some good things and also was a durable player. Uh, Montez, over 67 regular season games for Washington, totaled 35 and a half sacks, 85 quarterback hits, and nine forced fumbles. Uh, Montez, over his time with Washington, played in 67 of a possible 74 games. The only games that he missed came in the 2021 regular season, during which he missed five games due to a broken jaw and then being on the reserve COVID-19 list. And then he missed two games due to tragedy, the shooting death of his brother Anthony Sweat on December 28th, 2021 in Henrico County, Virginia. Uh, Anthony Sweat was just 27 years old. But Montez Sweat was a productive player for Washington. Montez Sweat was a durable player for Washington. Me loving the commander's trade of Montez Sweat is not me bashing Montez. No, me loving the trade is about the commanders having gotten great value for Montez, given that he's said to be an unrestricted free agent this coming offseason. They will be asking for monster money, but when assessed by a pass rush win rate has not been as good as you may think. Uh, As for the Chase Young trade, so what immediately strikes you is that the compensation for Chase was not nearly as good as the compensation for Montez. Uh, That says a lot. That tells you what the rest of the NFL thinks about Chase. And next segment, I'm going to welcome onto the show Commander's Insider Ben Standing of The Athletic. Ben, in a piece that came out on Tuesday afternoon, had a very telling and damning anonymous quote. Uh, I'll read to you straight 
from the piece. Quote, according to another team source, the commanders hope to keep sweat, but the value of the Bears offer proved too good. The team views the trade of Young as a potential addition by subtraction, the source said. End quote. Potential addition by subtraction. That was something a lot more on that next segment from the man who wrote that, Ben Standig. Now, let me make something clear. Chase Young is having a good season. Uh, Chase has played in seven of the Commander's eight games this regular season. He, over the seven games, has five sacks. He, over the seven games, has registered a career-best pass rush grade for pro football focus of 79.7. PFF grades are on a scale of 0 to 100. Uh, He, over the seven games, has registered a pass rush win rate for ESPN of 24.84%. That ranks number 11 among all qualified edge defenders in the NFL through week eight. Chase Young is having his best season since his 2020 rookie season, for which he was Associated Press Defensive Rookie of the Year. He may well be back of that devastatingly injured right knee that he suffered in November 2021. And you think about what Chase could be for the 49ers playing with another Ohio State product, edge defender Nick Bosa. Uh, Yeah, they could be devastating together. Uh, Here was NFL insider Ian Rappaport of NFL Network and NFL.com on Tuesday afternoon on the Niners acquiring Chase Young. Yeah, first Montez Sweat goes to the Chicago Bears, an unlikely destination And now Chase Young, the former number two overall pick, goes to the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for a third round draft pick, a much more likely destination. The 49ers defense really struggled the last couple weeks under Steve Wilkes, beef up their defensive line, give them someone on the opposite side from Nick Bosa. And, you know, if you're the 49ers, you have aspirations to go deep, deep into the playoffs. The best way to do it is to stop the other team's quarterback from doing what he does Adding Chase Young to the mix, certainly someone who could do that as talented as anyone. He is in the last year of his deal, so likely going to need a contract extension at some point. All of that goes into the price, but I think the main thing for the 49ers this year is that they just got a lot better on defense with a premium talent off the edge. Yeah, there is risk in the commanders trading Chase Young. He could go on to become the great player who he was drafted to be when the Redskins took him with the number two overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft, just like Montez Sweat could go on to become a great player for the Bears or whoever. But there's a reality here that cannot be ignored. Washington with these guys has been inconsistent defensively. You know, the commanders on Tuesday trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young ended this run of the team having a starting defensive line comprised entirely of first-round picks. The run started with the 2020 season. You look at Washington from a defensive line standpoint over the last four seasons. Two of the seasons, 2020 and 2022, were good seasons. Two of the seasons, 2021 and 2023, were bad seasons. But too often, there has been this frustrating reality with the defensive line of the whole being far less than the sum of the parts. Interior defensive lineman Jonathan Allen, 2017 first-round pick. Interior defensive lineman Deron Payne, 2018 first-round pick. Montez Sweat, 2019 first-round pick. Chase Young, 2020 first-round pick. All four players are extremely talented. All four players are good players to varying degrees. Like, if you're being fair, if you're being objective, you can't call any one of these players a bad player. 
you know, or a below average player. Uh, And yet, Washington's overall defensive line play this season has not been what the play should be, as was the case in the 2021 season. Heck, Washington played its best defense in the 2021 season without Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Washington played good defense last season without Chase Young for a good chunk of that season. And oh, by the way, head coach Rod Rivera, he during his day after the game press conference on Monday afternoon of the 38-31 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles at FedEx Field on Sunday afternoon, flat out said regarding whether the commander's defensive line this season has been what Ron anticipated, quote, not consistently enough, end quote. Boy, was that telling. Season number four of this era of the all first round picks defensive line. Each guy is healthy, and yet the head coach, in response to whether the defensive line this season has been what he anticipated, quote, not consistently enough, end quote. And there's not a commander's fan on the planet who disagrees with that. The all first round picks defensive line, for whatever reasons, was not consistently what it should have been. The whole, for whatever reasons, was too often less than the sum of the parts. And then you add to that multiple other realities. A, the reality of both Montez Sweat and Chase Young being set to be unrestricted free agents this coming offseason and being set to cost a good bit of money. B, the reality of the modern NFL being a passing offense-oriented league and that in the current NFL, good offense often beats good defense more than the other way around. This was not the case 10, 20, 30 years ago. This is the case now. C, the reality of Washington having been mired in mediocrity for years. The team has finished no better than two games above 500 and no worse than three games below 500 in seven of the last eight regular seasons. The team has been going nowhere meaningful. So you look at all of that And yeah, trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young on Tuesday made sense. Was doing this risky? Yes. But to me, doing this also was reassuring. Whereas some Commanders fans right now (laughs) have their tummies hurting. Uh, My tummy is at ease. Because what we finally have with our football team is a lead owner who is smart, who is forward-thinking, and who isn't here to pretend that mediocrity is progress. The days of make-believe are over. The days of acting like, oh, golly gee, if we can just sneak into the NFC playoffs as a seven seed, maybe we can make a run. Uh, No, those days are over. The goal is to win Super Bowls, not wildcard spots. The goal is to build a sustainable winning football operation. Lasting success, sustained success, not sporadic random success. And again, nothing with Josh Harris is guaranteed. He may fail miserably as commander's managing partner, but the bold action that we saw from the team on Tuesday is a sign of conviction, is a sign of belief in a process. And it's a process that, yeah, may not work. But you know what? The process may work. The process may work spectacularly well. Much more on the Commanders trading. Montez Sweat and Chase Young is coming up. Next segment, Commanders insider Ben Standig 
of the athletic. But, you know, Montez Sweat and Chase Young have enough to be thinking about right now with them joining new teams. The last thing that these guys need to be worried about is uh, personal grooming. And so they should get with my homies at Manscaped and should take advantage of a special offer for listeners of this podcast. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code GALDI, and get 20% off plus free shipping. Boy, does Manscaped have something special. Introducing the most revolutionary personal trimmer the world has ever seen. The brand new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Uh, this will give you the ultimate below-the-waist grooming experience. Uh, this is a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Uh, upgrade your grooming game to what we like to call the Ultrasphere by going to manscaped.com and using that promo code GALDI for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped, high-tech for low places. <laughs> uh, Manscaped is awesome. I use Manscaped products. Uh, they work. They are safe. They reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Uh, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra helps to reduce nicks and is one of many great products from Manscaped. Be safe and look great. Whatever your shaving needs, Manscaped has you covered, and you can get started with a great deal. Manscaped.com, promo code GALDI for 20% off plus free shipping. You can't beat that. Manscaped.com, promo code GALDI for 20% off plus free shipping. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, we all love the NFL, and we all love pizza, so make Little Caesars part of your NFL game day. Little Caesars is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Order online during Little Caesars' Pizza Pizza pregame, which is one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. You can pick your favorite Little Caesars pizza. You can pick the toppings that you crave, kind of like picking players for your fantasy team, only with Little Caesars pizza you never lose. And Little Caesars offers convenient delivery as well as the in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza.
Well, Tuesday, what was 2023 NFL trade deadline day, ended up being a franchise-altering day for the Commanders. Not one, but two massive trades into person who was all over. What went down is the man who joins me now. Commanders insider Ben Standing of The Athletic. Uh, ben and I, this Commanders season, have our arrangement, our alliance, uh, by which we are appearing on each other's podcast. So one week he's on my podcast, the next week I'm on his podcast. You might say that Ben and I are the Montez Sweat and Chase Young of Washington, D.C. area sports podcast, but unlike Montez and Chase, we are still together. Uh, ben does an awesome job covering the Commanders. He's the host of the Standing Room Only podcast, and you can follow him on X at Ben Standing. Uh, So, the Commanders have traded edge defender Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears for a second-round pick in the 2024 NFL Draft and have traded edge defender Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers for a compensatory pick in the third round of the 2024 Draft. Simple question, perhaps a complicated answer. Was trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young the Commanders' goal all along? these last few weeks? I think if Chase Young had been traded, I believe they would have kept Montez Sweat. But the Bears' offer of that second-round pick, which right now is projecting to be, you know, top three, four picks in the second round, I think was ultimately just for them too much to pass on independent. So I think I, I think the combination is what led to it. But, I mean, you didn't know exactly the market. Um, I think they... You know, from a big picture perspective, I think they probably did pretty well. But obviously, it's a big change, massive change um, for what this organization has been about the last uh, you know few years. You on Tuesday morning posted the following on X, quote, My understanding is that Washington wasn't allowing teams to negotiate money with Sweat before making a trade as of yesterday. Everyone can estimate the market for the player, but still flying blind. If values vary significantly, trade may become a rental thus lowering the return, end quote. Yeah, the Bears have traded a second-round pick to the Commanders for potentially a nine-game rental of Montez Sweat. This is a really good deal for the Commanders. Do the Bears have a contract extension in place with Montez? Yeah, I mean, my when I reported earlier in the week that there was a trade offer uh, for a third-round pick, but that would go to a second if a long-term deal was signed. This one, as far as I know, is just straight up a second. Now, I'm assuming the Bears and Montez Sweat's uh, agent have had some sort of a conversation and have some parameters worked out or a feel of where each other is. The Bears have a ton of cap space. And, you know, for them, this is obviously a move towards the future. It's not like like with San Francisco taking on Chase Young. That could be a rental, right? I mean, maybe that's the side. hey, we're going for the Super Bowl. We'll deal with that later. But the Bears, there's no reason to make Montez Sweat a rental. So I have to imagine they'll get a long-term done here sooner than later. The most notable thing that Ben Standig reported on Tuesday came out in a piece for The Athletic on Tuesday afternoon. Wrote Ben, quote, according to another team source, the commanders hoped to keep Sweat, but the value of the Bears' offer proved too good. The team views the trade of Young as a potential addition by subtraction the source said, end quote. (laughs) Wow, that last part was something. The team views the trade of Chase Young as a potential addition by subtraction. Uh, I am assuming that you can only say so much. I certainly would never uh, ask you to reveal who the source was. But 
What more can you tell us about that with Chase Young? So Chase Young, I think would be fair to say, has played at a higher level, or he's played as close as he had to his defensive rookie of the year than he had at any other point. Before the injury in 2021, he was you know really struggling, only had one and a half sacks in nine games. Ron Rivera is talking about discipline and maturity issues. He's talking about Chase Young. Um, then he has the injury, slow to recover, finally gets back on the field at the end of last year, but really not until this year. But I think, you know, I think throughout the process, like what did we know, right? He multiple times, he didn't participate in the team's um, off-season workouts. And those things are voluntary, let's be clear, but pretty much everybody else was there. And this person was on the poster who's being you know, billed as a team leader, at least by himself at times, um, wasn't there to, to do you know, be with the team in the ways that Jonathan Allen it was and Deron Payne was and Terry McLaurin for the most part, et cetera. On the field, I think that some of those discipline things, I think while better this year, I think there were still some concerns about about that kind of, you know, doing his own thing. And, you know, like you said, it, it, it can't really get into everything at this point, but basically I think that there was just sort of before, if you keep one of them, you're likely saying we're going to extend this person. And I feel like they decided that they didn't want to do that with Chase Young. And, you know, it's a bit, look, it's going to be a bit surprising, I think, to some people. I think certainly, like, out-of-towners are really going to be confused because, you know, there's been a cottage industry of people writing, hey, I want my team to get Chase Young and whatever. And, again, he's a good player. He's flashy. But I think when you're, you know, you're trying to figure out what, what your team's identity is, your culture, all that. I think they just decided, you know what, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Defensive ends are going for 20-something million dollars annually at this point. And, yeah, I mean, I think they, from a on-field and, and maybe even more, you know, sort of, I think he's not a bad guy or anything, but just in terms of, like, doing all the things the way that the, the coaches on down want you to do, I think that's kind of where this addition by subtraction kind of leans into. You just used the pronoun they in talking about the commanders. Who exactly makes up they? And what I'm getting at is this. This decision to trade both Montez Sweat and Chase Young, was this purely a decision of the managing partner, Josh Harris? Was the head coach who pretty clearly (laughs) is coaching for his job? And look, his fate may already have been decided. Rod Rivera truly on board with trading Montez and Chase. What do you know about how this decision to trade both Montez and Chase came to be. Yeah, I was, you know, been, been using the phrase, you know, is Josh Harris going to put his thumb on the scale for a while? Yeah. And when they made these trades, I was like, well, he didn't put a thumb on the scale, he put Shaq on the scale, right? <laughs> That's what it seems like. Um, my understanding, what I was told is, everybody from coaches, front office, ownership, were in alignment on these deals that Ron Rivera and Josh Harris had talked throughout that, you know, Rivera presented the opportunities to Harris and ultimately they made the decisions that they made. I'm not getting a sense that Harris said, you have to do this. And I believe that Rivera is ultimately for him was like, Hey, I do want to put the team, the franchise in the best position I can. Now, is that 100% truth? I don't know. I mean, who, who, I don't know what actually happened. You know, I don't know if Harris threat, you know, say, Hey, you know, you got to do this. Whatever it is, that's what I was told, that they were in alignment with it. And I'm not going to question that at this point. I mean, Josh Harris has largely, as far as we know, stayed out of the situation. He's been learning the team, the league, all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, you know, again, for me personally, I don't view these trades as, as the wrong moves. Again, is there a world where I would have preferred them keep Montez Sweat 
Sure. But the pick they got is potentially a fantastic one. So it's really hard to argue. You know, you're getting a first round pick, or sorry, a second round pick, cheap deal, just outside the first round for four, you know, under control for four years on a rookie deal. Montez Sweat's about to sign a deal for a ton of money. You know, you've already signed Alan Payne. You still don't know what you exactly have a quarterback, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think um, it's a pretty good. I understand why they did it, and I'm not looking at it as co- co- Harris coercing him into doing the deal, even if I understand if people might think that. Is the commanders trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young the start of a total teardown rebuild for the commanders, or not necessarily? Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, obviously the trade deadline is over, so there's nothing else happening today. But in essence, the you can look at it, the teardown had already begun. They've got $90 million in cap space, roughly. That's based on, you know, all these free agents they had, right? Including Sweat and Young, but also Kendall Fuller, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson, so on and so on. So that's the thing. Like, the the trades on some level align up more with how the roster is set up for next year than keeping them. Except other than to say... Sweat and Young could be part of a future. I don't think there's any argument with that. Sweat's 27, Young's 24. But, you know, I remember when, when Josh Harris bought this team, and I'm looking like, man, this guy, who we know, you know, from his time with the Sixers and the process and all that, he's looking at a team where he can probably get out of the head coach slash GM at the end of the year. He's not tied in financially to any quarterback. He's got $90 million in cap space. The only thing he doesn't really have is, like, more picks than what's there. And now he has that. They have projected five picks in the top three rounds. Yeah, I mean, I think you can say that the, the rebuild, retool, refresh, whatever whatever we want to say, has begun. And like I said, frankly, it already had begun. And and just to, to close on that, they're three and five. If they were five and three, I don't know we're having these conversations. If they're five and three and the defense is looking like it did last year, I think we want to keep that, right? But it's not. They're 31st in points allowed. I, I, I looked the stat up today, I couldn't believe it. They're allowing more points per game than the Broncos, who gave up 70 (laughs) in one game. (laughs) So, I mean, it's really hard to look at this and and say, what is the point of definitively keeping everything together? And, uh, you know, again, I think they've already kind of, to some degree, had already kind of put themselves in the direction of moving forward. Much more with Ben Standing on the Commanders trading both. Montez Sweat and Chase Young in moments. Josh Harris, very clearly overseeing a reshaping of the commander's roster. If your home needs a reshaping in terms of fireplace, stove, or chimney work, get with Nova Fireplace and Stove. Nova Fireplace and Stove is outstanding. It handles gas fireplace sales, service, and installation, handles gas, electric, and wood stoves, and handles chimney cleaning and repair. If you live in Northern Virginia, Stay warm and upgrade the feel and value of your home with Nova Fireplace and Stove. Call Nova Fireplace and Stove at 571-513-3803. Mention that Al Galdi sent you and receive $25 off any service or receive a free vent kit on any in-stock gas insert. Nova Fireplace and Stove, it has been around for more than 20 years. It is run by massive Commanders fans, and it has outstanding professionals. Whatever the work that you need done requires, Nova Fireplace and Stove has. Master gas fitter, master electrician, class A contractor, 
licensed chimney inspector. And because of this, Nova Fireplace and Stove can complete your project without the need for any subcontractors. And Nova Fireplace and Stove can pull all of the necessary county permits for the work that is being done. Additionally, Nova Fireplace and Stove can perform fireplace and chimney safety inspections. See for yourself the work that Nova Fireplace and Stove can do. It has a showroom in Woodbridge, Virginia, and has a terrific website, NovaFireplaceandStove.com. And take advantage of the special deal for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. Call Nova Fireplace and Stove at 571-513-3803. Mention that Al Galdi sent you and receive $25 off any service or receive a free vent kit on any in-stock gas insert. Join the Nova Fireplace and Stove family and experience the fireplace service and care that you deserve. Call 571-513-3803. That's 571-513-3803. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. More now with Commander's Insider Ben Standing of The Athletic on an unforgettable 2023 NFL trade deadline day for the Commanders, the team trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I talked about this last segment. I'm interested in your take on this. Uh, Washington's run of having a starting defensive line being made up of four first-round picks, and now is done. Uh, what happened on Tuesday was an emphatic end uh, to that run. The team spending a first-round pick on a defensive lineman at each of four consecutive NFL drafts 2017 through 2020 happened over two regimes, wasn't necessarily part of some larger strategy, but that is what happened. What to you is the ultimate legacy of the all-first-round picks defensive line of Washington. You know, um, I always go back to NBA analogies because that, that's where I was for many years with work. And, you know, if you're old enough to remember a guy like Kurt Rambis with the Los Angeles Lakers, the, 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 the goggled, goofy-looking power forward on the same court with the sleek Magic Johnson, and I'm not just saying the Lakers because Magic Johnson's here, but Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Worthy, you're like, what? who's this guy? What is this guy doing? Well, what that guy was doing was all the stuff that the other guy didn't want to do. He was doing, he was setting the picks. He was doing the dirty work. So the teammates who were the more talented guys could kind of go forward and do with all that, whatever they needed to do, pass rush and, and whatever, or not pass rush, but score points. I think in this case, maybe ultimately the same thing was, the issue was they didn't have a Kurt Rambis. That they had four guys who were all-star level players because of that, they're all sort of doing their own thing to a degree, right? I mean, there's always going to be some freelancing with the pass rush. That's just inevitable. And and sometimes it's you want that. You want the, the artist, artistry of these players to take over the individual aspects of their instincts to, to take control. But you also have to have discipline. And last year, let's look what happened last year, right? No Chase Young in the lineup for the most part. It's like a seventh-round pick in James Smith-Williams, a guy that claimed off of waivers in Casey Tuhill, a uh, sort of a random free agent at F.A. Obata, pretty solid, right? I mean, the defense was obviously a lot better. I'm not saying it's just Chase Young, please be clear. I'm just saying the defense as a whole, ultimately, the line had four stars, not others to sort of fill in and, and stay true discipline to what they needed to do. And I think, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe if Chase Young never gets hurt, in 2021, maybe we're not having this conversation, even though he wasn't very good that year before that. But I, I kind of feel like ultimately there were just maybe too many stars, and that's what ha- you know when you that's what happens when you take four guys in the first round. And 
yeah, so I don't know. I think that's sort of my best, like, overall. I mean, look, and ultimately, look, they did some good stuff, but, you know, no winning seasons under Rivera, as we know. And uh, what, what John Allen's been here since 2017, what's he been on uh, winning season-wise? Uh, Zero. None? Zero. Yeah. So whatever it was, it wasn't working. And keeping, you know, doubling down on it just didn't make, didn't make much sense, so. So the commanders, as best as we can tell, were never interested in signing Chase Young to a contract extension. Boy, is that telling if true. What about Montez Sweat? Did the team this past offseason try to sign Montez to a contract extension? Did they attempt to sign him to new deals? My, my, my understanding is that there had not been negotiations. I, there were times I thought I'd heard that maybe something was going to get going with Montez Sweat. And, you know, who knows? Maybe if Josh Harris buys the team in March instead of the day before training camp starts, essentially, maybe it's a different world. Maybe they get that done, but they, you know, they, they, they didn't. So my, and, and I think from the player's perspective, you know, once the season kind of gets going, you kind of lose the incentive to, to make the deal. Obviously you can have the freak injury like Kirk Cousins just did at going into his last year of his deal to where it tears his Achilles. But, I think testing free agency is obviously appealing if the team is not giving you exactly what you want, or in this case, not even really making uh, any kind of concrete firm offers, then, you know, who's to say? You know, and and in fairness to them, I guess, look, Montez Sweat's been a a totally good player. He hasn't been elite. I mean, even this year, he's got six and a half sacks. He's had a good year, but it's not like, you know, you're you're a stats guy, you're an analytics guy. When people do these charts and show where do the players line up in various productivity ways. He's not like in the T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Bosa kind of way. He's good, but he's not that good. And maybe they wanted to see what he could do. He's trending towards a career high in sacks, but even still, maybe you would disagree, but you know, he's been good. I think that's the whole line this year. They've been fine, but they need more than fine when you're giving with all the investments there. So, you know, beyond the Snyder part of it all, that may be why they, you know, they wanted to wait and see. Yeah, you're right about Montez Sweat. I talked about this last segment. He, this season, does have sacks, but the underlying metrics are not great. Uh, final question. Uh, the commander's other significant players who are set to be unrestricted free agents this offseason. Safety Cameron Curl, corner Kendall Fuller, receiver Curtis Samuel, running back Antonio Gibson, quarterback Jacoby Brissett. None of those guys got traded. Were there trade markets for those guys? I did my best to, you know, talk to as many people that could in the league over the last, you know, several days. I mean, even longer, but certainly the last several days about Young and Sweat. And inevitably, when in these conversations, I would say, hey, got any feel for anybody else on this team? And honestly, nobody ever really came up. Nobody of the, at what you're talking about here. So, yeah. So, I, as far as I can tell, no. I mean, like I said, I think. This isn't the NBA where making the trades isn't just made, they're going to bottom out, you know. Um, I, I still believe that Ron Rivera wants to do the best job they can in terms of playing, and I'm sure all the other players do. And if they had just traded Young or Sweat, I really don't think it would have been that big of a loss because you have those other guys still in reserve. Losing two of them? Okay, that's going to be more complicated. But you trade away Kendall Fuller say, I mean, what are we looking at here? Manuel Forbes, unfortunately, right now, can't be on the field for more than a play before the other team's like, oh, oh throw it at him. So, yeah, so I, I think at some point you, you have to have competitive lineup. And, and I just imagine that whatever offers they could get for those guys just wasn't going to be enough to to, off, to justify truly sending the season down downhill. Whereas at least now, 
you know, everybody can sort of dream about, hey, we, we still have some good players. We can still figure this out. The great Ben Standing, Commander's Insider for The Athletic. Tremendous insight on the Commander's trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Ben, thanks. We'll talk next week. You rock, man. Thanks. All right. Well, the Commanders have made their deals uh, when it comes to Montez Sweat and Chase Young. No more worrying for you about whether you're getting the best possible deals on tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater. This is because of the Game Time app. Do yourself a favor, download the Game Time app, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. The Game Time app is the best way of going about getting tickets. You see, Game Time offers great deals on last-minute tickets and has a best price guarantee, so you don't have to worry if you're truly going about getting tickets in the best possible way. The Game Time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price because if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. What's also great about Game Time is how easy it makes searching for tickets. You can search by team, venue, or artist. Uh, I was just on Game Time looking at tickets for Commander's Games, a lot of good deals, and the seating chart next to the listed tickets made figuring out what exactly I'd be getting easy. Also, Game Time is the app for last-minute ticket deals. You don't have to plan months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Game Time also offers flash deals on tickets, and tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Game Time is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country. Find out why. Get the tickets without the stress with Game Time, which is offering a special deal for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. Download the Game Time app and use that promo code ALGALDI. Game Time, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Underdog Fantasy. If you are a fantasy sports player, get with Underdog Fantasy. It is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, and Underdog Fantasy is offering a limited-time enhanced special offer to listeners of the Al Galdi podcast, a deposit match of up to $500 for all new customers who sign up with the promo code GALDI. My last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app. Underdog Fantasy offers a pick'em games by which you can win up to 20 times on your money in one day and offers a pick'em insurance, which gives you a little wiggle room if you're not as confident in an entry. And when it comes to season-long fantasy, Underdog Fantasy offers a zero-stress scenario of no waivers, no trades, even no lineup setting. We all know that playing fantasy sports can be really time-consuming. Well, Underdog Fantasy removes the time consumption but keeps the fun and the potential to win money and take advantage of the free money if you sign up now with the promo code GALDI. My last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI, Underdog Fantasy, will double your first deposit with up to $500 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of at least $10. So if you deposit $500, you get $500 for free. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use the promo code GALDI. 
must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and must be present in a state in which underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. And that will do it for you and me for now. Keep the feedback coming. You can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Thursday show, episode 691. We'll provide you with more on the Commanders as they on Wednesday are beginning their practice week for their game at the New England Patriots this Sunday afternoon at 1. We on Wednesday expect to hear from both Head coach Rod Rivera and quarterback Sam Howell via press conferences. Also on Thursday's show, I'll talk Wizards. They are at the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday night at 7.30. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll talk to you on Thursday. For the fans. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.